Part two, chapter fourteen of a vital question or what is to be done by Nikolai Chernyshevsky, translated by Nathan Haskell Dole, eighteen fifty two to nineteen thirty five, and others. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Expatria in Bangor, Maine. Part two, chapter fourteen. Now Vierotchka has been sitting long, long on the appointed bench and how often did her heart beat quickly quickly when she saw an army cap coming around the corner ah there he is my friend she jumped up and ran to meet him maybe he would have regained his courage by the time he had reached the bench but he was taken unawares and his face was seen sooner than he anticipated and so he was caught with a gloomy expression failure a failure my friend but it seemed to be so certain how did it come to be a failure what was the reason my dear let us go home my friend i will go with you we'll talk it over i will tell you in a few words why it failed but now let me think i cannot collect my thoughts yet we must think up some other plan let us not despair we shall find something these last words gave him little hope but not much tell me right away i can't endure to wait you say think up some other plan then it means that our former plans are impracticable can't i be a governess how poor i am how unhappy i am why deceive you tis true you cannot i wanted to tell you so but patience my dear patience be brave keep up good heart whoever keeps up good heart succeeds ah my dear i keep up good heart but how hard it is they walked for a few moments in silence what is it why yes she is carrying something in her hand under her cloak my dear you are carrying something here let me take it no no it's not necessary it isn't heavy it's nothing again they go in silence they go a long way and to think i did not go to sleep till two o'clock out of joy my friend and when i went to sleep what a dream i had it seemed to me as though i were set free from a stifling cellar as though i were paralyzed and then cured and ran out into the field and so many young girls ran out with me who like myself were set free from stifling cellars were cured of paralysis and we were so happy so happy to run about in the open field the dream has not been realized and i did so think that i should not have to go home again my dear let me carry your bundle for you since now i know what it is again they walk in silence long they walk in perfect silence my dear you see as that lady and i talked the matter over we came to this conclusion you cannot leave home without marya alexievna's consent tis impossible no no take my arm i am afraid you are ill no it's nothing only it's stifling under this veil she drew back the veil now it's all right i feel better how pale she is no my dear don't think about what i said i did not express myself well we'll arrange everything all right how can we arrange things my love you say this only so as to console me nothing can be done he has nothing to say again they walk in silence how pale how pale she is my dear there is one way what way my pet i will tell you my dear but only when you get a little calmer you will have to decide about it deliberately tell me now i cannot get calm until i know no now you are too much excited my dear now you could not decide an important question in a little while soon here's the front door good-bye my dear as soon as i see that you would give a deliberate answer i'll tell you when will that be 
day after to-morrow when i give the next lesson too long i will call on purpose to-morrow no sooner than that this evening no i will not let you go come in with me now you say i am not calm you say i cannot decide very well take dinner with us you will see that i shall be calm after dinner mamenka takes a nap and we can talk but how can i come in if we come in together your mamenka's suspicions will be awakened again suspicions what do i care no my dear and for this very reason it would be better for you to come in we may have been seen for i walked with my veil up you are right end of part two chapter fourteen recording by expatriate in bangor maine